The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former dirt sheet writer from Daily DDT, the sportster, the richest, ringside news, and sports kita. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Lee Walker, and CM Punk is back in WWE. Now in the opener, that was his return from Saturday at Survivor Series. So let's actually hear how this whole thing played out as Survivor Series took place in Punk's hometown. Now, with the merger of UFC, WWE under TKO, this is a new era of WWE, and that was on full display, in my opinion, for Punk's return. Punk had actually left the company in 2014 and actually received his termination papers on his wedding day to AJ Lee. Now, who was responsible for that? That was a Vince McMahon error, which he would later apologize on the Steve Austin show. 
almost eight years ago to this day. But it was interestingly noted that McMahon had said on the Steve Austin show, I hope that one day we'll be able to get back together again. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that day took place Saturday at Survivor Series War Games as Punk returned right before the show went off the air and the Chicago crowd erupted. The internet exploded. And that moment will stand as one of the most exciting surprises in WWE history. So who do we have to thank for that? Well, it was engineered by the company's top power brokers, Triple H and Nick Khan. Now, Triple H is WWE's head of creative, and Khan, who is the WWE president, crafted an entirely different level of intrigue and excitement into the product by embedding Punk back into WWE. Now, as far as CM Punk's contract with WWE, the only thing we know about it right now is the fact that it is a multi-year deal, though we don't know the exact length yet. But personally, I'm not going to worry about it because CM Punk's back and that's all I'm going to focus on. Now, I will be curious because there are still AEW figures of CM Punk being made. As this past weekend, I actually went to Walmart and picked up two of his AEW Supremes, which there were still uh, one Cody Rhodes Supreme from AEW on the shelves as well. Uh, he does have a Ring of Honor style figure of himself that's supposed to be coming out in February through AEW as well. So don't know what's going to happen there. You know, Speaking of AEW and CM Punk, Tony Khan commented on CM Punk's return. I mean, not really commented, but here's what he had to say. Well, on BBC West Midlands podcast with Steve Herman to promote AEW All In 2024. I can't talk about that, nor do I think it's the time or the place. I appreciate you asking, and I'm very excited about AEW all in at Wembley Stadium, Khan said. Not to dodge or duck your question. It's just something I can't legally talk about. Now, John Moxley also talked about CM Punk doing an interview with ComicBook.com saying, You don't want to know what I think. I didn't see it, Moxley said. You don't want to know what I think and he laughed now reportedly Punk and Moxley had heat in the aftermath of Brawl Out Punk's backstage confrontation with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks following AEW's All Out in 2022 which Punk's absence the suspension led to Moxley becoming AEW's flag bearer more than ever before and now we're getting news, folks, that Daniel Bryanson actually played a part 
and CM Punk being fired from AEW. Now I'm sure you're like, how does how does Brian Danielson play into this? Well, Fightful Select reported that Brian Danielson was a key decision maker on the disciplinary committee that ultimately decided to fire CM Punk. Danielson was described as an appropriate moral compass who exemplifies objectivity and an effective face of the disciplinary committee. Danielson reportedly spoke to AEW roster following what he described as a particularly hard decision in regards to firing Punk. He made a note of the positives that Punk brought to AEW and referenced his longtime friendship with his former Ring of Honor colleague. Despite the pros, Danielson noted that firing Punk was a decision that had to be made. Now, this also makes sense to a tweet following Punk's return to WWE that Danielson made. My dad always told me the right thing is often the hardest thing to do. It won't always make the most money. It won't always be the most popular. But it's still the right thing. Hashtag AEW. And he wrote that on November 27th. Now, when we saw CM Punk debut at Survivor Series, that music hit, the crowd went nuts. We're hearing the fans chant CM Punk, CM Punk. There was uh, two visibly unhappy people. One being Drew McIntyre, who reportedly left the ring without saying a word, stormed off in the back, didn't say a word, left and just went back to his hotel room without talking to anybody. We would essentially find out that this was a work as Drew was unhappy with how the match went with him inside War Games. And the other person who wasn't happy, I mean clearly really was not happy, was Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was seen giving Punk the finger, being held back by Michael Cole. Yeah, that's right, Michael Cole held back Seth Rollins. I know what you're thinking, it's ridiculous, right? There's actually a ton of fan footage of this. We posted it on TikTok. We posted it on Facebook. And we posted it on YouTube. Everything is perched on the top rope, folks. Make sure you go and you check out the video. You can see that. But the next night at a house show, Seth Rollins also had addressed CM Punk. You can go listen to what Yoshitatsu has to think about CM Punk returning to WWE and who his first feud is. It's YouTube.com slash Yoshi Unleashed. Now, as far as me, I think it's clear as day Seth Rollins will be the first feud for CM Punk. As far as when CM Punk will wrestle, I don't think we're going to get that anytime on television, but I am willing to bet that we're first going to see him wrestle on some sort of premium live event. 
I would highly anticipate CM Punk to enter the Royal Rumble, and that could possibly be his first match. And I love the Royal Rumble. I love the surprise entrances that we get from past and present superstars coming back from injury, legends of the ring that make special appearances during the Royal Rumble. And I love the fact that we have already had our first announcement, our first entry into the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday Night Raw. Cody Rhodes announced himself into the 2024 Royal Rumble. And my honest opinion is he is a heavily favored likely to win, even though he's the first to announce. After all, he still has a story to tell, a story to finish against Roman Reigns. So I can see Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble. Matter of fact, that's going to be my pick. So early. He's the only one announced, and he's my pick. Now I know I've been bouncing back and forth between WWE and AEW in this short amount of time. But I'm going to circle back to AEW. Because on Saturday, AEW Collision had to go head-to-head with WWE Survivor Series War Games. So I'm sure you're kind of curious, how did that pan out for AEW? Well, believe it or not, the ratings actually went up while going head-to-head with WWE. In the previous week, AEW Collision had a rating of 256,000. Going head-to-head with Survivor Series War Games... AEW Collision did 295,000 viewers. Yes, they went up by about 40,000 viewers. I'm guessing that's people who can't afford the Peacock Network. Now, this week, AEW would also lose somebody. They would lose QT Marshall. Now, QT Marshall resigned from his position with AEW. And this is what he would have to say on social media. Thank you, AEW. Thank you, Tony Khan. I've had the privilege of being here since day one, and I've written over 750 formats for All Elite Wrestling, and always with pride. As much as I've enjoyed being a VP, Manager of Talent Relations, and wearing a myriad of hats, The company has changed a lot since 2019 and is heading in a different direction and I feel that it's best I do the same as we only get one chance to go all in. I have officially resigned from AEW and will have fulfilled my obligations by the end of 2023. Thank you to everyone from the front office to production truck to some of the hardest working talent in this sport. Most importantly, thank you to those who booed and cheered and took part in this season of my life. Now, following this, there was a lot of speculation that CM Punk had played a part not in QT resigning, but played a part in keeping QT back, especially off collision. It was wrestling purists 
that confirmed that CM Punk was not wanting QT Marshall on AEW Collision. Marshall was actually scheduled to primarily be involved with Collision on and off screen, and Punk nixed it. So best of luck to QT Marshall with wherever you go. I'm also curious to what happens because it was Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall's wrestling school, the Nightmare Factory, which seemed to be a development school to AEW. And speaking of AEW, the AEW World Champion and one half of the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions had tweeted and deleted the details regarding an injury he sustained and it's actually legitimate. MJF tweeted that he has a torn labrum after getting an MRI. He had told people at AEW last week that he'd believed he had torn his shoulder. He's still expected to compete at AEW World's End. He sustained the injury during the AEW Full Gear Top Rope urinage spot he'd sustained a hip injury during the elbow drop to the outside now i've torn my rotator cuff i've torn my labrum a torn labrum if you have surgery and do physical therapy it's four to six months realistically it's eight months but i'm guessing he's gonna go to physical therapy every day and he's going to push to get that shoulder and that labrum back and repaired and good to go so that he can be back quicker. Also, steroids help. Just saying. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end tonight's show with CM Punk's promo from Monday Night Raw. But before I do that, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go and listen to all other 175 episodes of Perched on the Top Rope from episode 36 a very rare interview with Ultimo Dragon and Sonny Ono episode 2 is an episode an interview just Sonny Ono the very first episode an interview with Duke the Dumpster Drozzy episode 159 AEW's Lance Archer episode 165 with Yoshitatsu, 163 with NWA Samantha Starr, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it, it's perched on the top rope. And for all of you who have kept us on Chartable, thank you. Also, all those interviews I just mentioned, you can watch at youtube.com at perched on the top rope. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash perched on the top rope. You can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash perched on the top rope where I am playing AEW's Fight Forever Stadium Stampede. WWE 2K23, the Royal Rumble's coming up. It's my favorite, so I'll be playing a lot of that. You can also catch us on TikTok. It's perched on the top rope where you can find Selena scenes, that's what I call them, because I use Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On because that song makes everything better, including... Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. And hey, if you don't like that, go watch Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan get humped by a dog. 
We are on X at Perched Top Rope, and we are on Instagram and Threads, Perched on the Top Rope Podcast. Remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. Here's CM Punk from Monday Night Raw. Looks like hell froze over. And when I mean hell froze over, I mean this is me standing in a WWE ring on Monday Night Raw with a live microphone in my hand. I don't mean the fact that apparently a Blackhawks fan is universally loved inside the Predator's barn. Okay, I'm sorry, I had to. You guys understand that. I gotta be me, right? And lately, I've been feeling a little bit more like myself ever since Saturday, which was a career highlight for me. I've been trying to come up with the words and the language to explain to all of you exactly how I feel. And I've come to two words and I'm afraid to say them, honestly. And it's not because they're not true, it's because I'm a little bit scared of how true they actually are. And it's a little bit corny and it's a little bit cheesy and it's not gonna sound like CM Punk, but I've changed. And once upon a time, an American dream taught me that as long as you speak from the heart, you cannot go wrong because it is the truth. And this is the truth. I'm home.
I've come back to this familiar place and I didn't know how I was gonna react and I didn't know how it was gonna go, but it has made me feel like my old self because this is where I belong. This is home and I've been gone for 10 years and over 10 years, you people never forgot me even when maybe I wanted to forget me. And that's powerful. You are all powerful. A bunch of continents, countless countries, arenas all over the world, the people watching at home, the people in the building never stopped chanting my name. The voiceless found their voice, and I couldn't be more proud of you, and I heard you, and that's why I'm back, because I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys, and I've missed you guys, and I've missed all of this, and I wish I could say I never had to leave. But once upon a time, a wise man told me, for me to get everything I need out of this place, I'd have to leave and come back. Hate to say the wise man was right. But that's why I'm back to get everything I need out of this place. I'm back for you because you are home. Saturday night was an amazing moment. Monday night is an amazing moment. Try to have the words to explain to you how it feels, but in front of and behind the camera, it's been nothing but love. It's been nothing but hugs. It feels like a family reunion. Everybody back there is happy to see me, and it's all smiles. A few people kissed me on the mouth. It's welcome back, welcome home. We've missed you. We're happy to see you. By the way, how's AJ? And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, AJ is fabulous, and she sends her regards. Everybody has welcomed me back with open arms. Well, almost everybody. Some people are afraid. They're afraid of the truth. They're afraid of what they don't understand, but I understand. Everything I've ever wanted has always been here. The competition here, week in and week out, competes to be the best in the world, but the best in the world has not been here for almost 10 years. I understand being afraid. They're afraid that I just set the bar to an unattainable level. They're afraid that the brass ring is in my back pocket and they can't grab it. They're afraid that the most dangerous and controversial feared man in this industry just walked through the front door and there's nothing that they can do about it. Some people are afraid that tomorrow morning when they wake up, they're gonna have to come to terms with the fact that their best efforts at being the best in the world, in this ring, on this microphone, even at commentary, isn't just false, but it's a lie because the best in the world is back and the best in the world is standing in the middle of the ring, live and in living color in Nashville, Tennessee on a Monday night and his name is
times I'm here to make money.